Welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast, where we use the love of Christ and faith in his word to navigate Christian living in the 21st century. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms at One Love underscore One Faith. episode number two episode two guys first of all let us just say thank you thank you thank you for the support to my people who are in jamaica misono yaman thank you for the support oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) yeah we can see um where our listeners are and so it was really great to see everyone from all over the place tuning in to see it Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. Thank you, One Love Nation. Thank, thank you. you, One Love Nation. You guys are awesome. Last episode, we talked about singlehood. Yes. Being equally yoked. We talked about preparing yourself. Yes, and, and what we should be doing as we are working on getting the person that we prayed for. Um, and then at the end of that episode, we promised y'all that we were going to talk about some spicy topics um and yeah yeah we did <laughs> right and we right. have to fulfill it and we have to fulfill it so today we are jumping into the topic of dating um how do we start where do we look exactly. all those different we're gonna talk about those yeah right but we do need to talk about you know our plans for the for the next few episodes we don't want it to seem like we're only going to be talking about dating and relationships or being single right. and that's certainly not the case Um, We're definitely going to do something different for episode three. Yes. But we're thinking we could probably do like a relationship edition. Yes. We want to do like a relationship series maybe once a month. Um, We are still still thinking about that one. Also, guys, check out our social media um, um, platforms because we will be posting like polls where you guys can tell us what it is that you would like. And also, don't forget to slide in our DMs. This is right. this is the time where Please. we are okay with people sliding in the DMs. Yes. We yes. want to hear from you. And we want to know yes. your thoughts. Do you want Do you want to hear about relationships? Do you want to do that every month? I don't know. Just let us know. Yes. We definitely want to hear you guys' thoughts. We have gotten some feedback from, from some people. Some people said that the, the podcast was Liddy. Liddy? Uh, That's the word they yeah. use? Liddy Oh my goodness. Nothing I've ever done has been called Liddy. <laughs> We've heard that people were blessed by it. Some people told, um, some people actually gave me a, I had one friend who told me that she, she wanted, that was exactly the message that she wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. at that particular moment and this is what this platform is all about guys it's about sharing the love of christ but also talking about the things that w- all of us as christians go through and yes. not just christians but everyone right and so we do want to have a community of people talking about these things so please message us tell us what you want to talk about tell us what you didn't agree with even that's yes. totally something that we want to hear as well like we're not afraid and sometimes if you send us questions or comments we we will read them during the podcast yes 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 yes, yes. so yeah. we are trying to have an open line of communication where everybody can come and give their suggestions of course i've even asked some of my friends what would they like to hear uh, mm-hmm. and we're and i'm still reaching out back to some other people so don't be afraid to tell us what you guys think about the podcast yes. and also the feedback or suggestions that you might have yes we have open ears yes okay so today i think where we should start is defining the word dating right because i mean a lot of everybody has their own definition of what dating is some people think that it is being a committed relationship some people think that it is just getting to know people right and so we just want to make sure that when we are talking about it on this platform this is what we actually mean and i think this is actually also the right definition for dating yeah i think so like it because i think it's kind of twofold like in one sense it can mean hey i'm dating i'm dating around i'm in this period of seeing multiple people i am not in a committed relationship i'm going on dates and then there's the okay i'm dating someone we are in an exclusive relationship relationship not seeing other people so i think those are the meanings when we say dating this is what we mean we, we we mean that people and 
we have made the conscious decision of not using the word courting and we're going to get into why we choose not to use the word courting and why we choose to just use dating but when we talk about dating we're actually talking about going on dates going to i guess going out with multiple people Mm -hmm. seeing what works for you seeing what does not work for you and then if you choose to go um, exclusive with this person, then you can put your own definition on whatever you want to do with <laughs> Right, right, right. So, okay, so back to courting. So, you know, it's a word that comes from like the 16th century and then by the 19th century, it pretty much meant, you know, two people, so a couple is developing a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. but with marriage in mind. And so Christians really today like took over that word and, and it just means, okay, I'm going to keep my Christian standards and purity in mind while I'm dating. But we're just going to opt out of that word of using courting. Because, I mean, honestly, it's like this fancy word with all of these meanings. And it really just means I'm dating as a Christian. Like, I, it's Christian dating. Um, but it's still dating. I don't think anything's wrong with that word. Right. Yeah. And, and I guess I guess as Christians, we had to put on the courting part because it, it refers to the purity aspect of it. Right. But at, in in this twenty first century, and the future sh- marriage goal, right, right. But the twenty first century, we don't have to. Well, sometimes we do, but we don't. We shouldn't <laughs> have to put on the purity aspect of it. Um, right. When we're when we are trying to date now, we're trying to ensure that. Well, not now, but you know what I mean. When we're trying to date, we're trying to ensure that all of us understand that purity is an aspect of the relationship. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, Camille. Yes. I told the people last time that you thought that it was okay to date multiple people. I do. Please elaborate. Please help us. Oh, I really do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is what I mean. Essentially, it's playing the field. Huh. Yeah, essentially, playing the field. I mean, I know that that phrase has a negative connotation, but I don't think people need to feel guilty if they're playing the field. I think that it, I actually think it should be a part of everyone's dating life i think that it's it's about taking the time to discover what you want what you like in another person who feels right like are you do you like the funny guy do you like the ambitious career woman uh can you handle a mama's boy i will you never date military again like it's dating around and i think that it's the best way to do it in the beginning especially Mm. because you just see a lot of different people i think it helps you discover what you like i think it tells you about yourself that's a good concept because you know when we talk about like oh dating mm-hmm. normally what well, we just meet one people and we're just like okay we locked down i met, met this guy and he made right. me laugh for the first time and then you know what we boot up right we're together you're with <laughs> you're me mine. i'm yours right. no more and we don't right. get a chance to really see oh this person may have made me laugh but outside of that i mean he kind of cheesy or whatever right (laughs) or this girl she is ambitious yes but other than that that's that's all that is and i think that we should actually i guess try i personally i don't know if i could do it you think you could do it (laughs) i don't know if i could do it first of all i'm a very busy person right and to keep up with multiple people at the same time i don't know if i could um, and, and guys, also, if you're going to consider this aspect of dating, please ensure that you are uh, uh, letting this person or establishing this with of the course, person that you're course. dating. Um, right. This is all, I should persons. say that as my disclaimer. Right. I mean, obviously, there's no expectation of exclusivity from any of these people you're, you know, dating at once. Right. Um, if it comes up, you then you talk about it. But um, I don't think... I don't think that in the first few dates that there ever is that expectation of exclusivity. So I think it's okay to go out with uh, Trayvon on Monday and David on Wednesday and someone else Saturday night. Like, I think it's completely okay. Um, You're getting to know these people. And then you might get to a point where you realize, oh, hey, David and I have been out like three or four times this week. I'm not really interested. And going out with other people, you know, and then you'll notice, okay, it's maybe it's time to have that talk or maybe we're I'm only going to see him for a while and we'll get to that point of having this talk about being exclusive and just getting to learn each other now it might not always go like that perfectly but I especially recommend that for younger people or people whose lives kind of maybe took the path that mine did where I mean I don't want to use the word sheltered but like you know where it's like you didn't date much in your teens and then you're being launched out into the world like me around 18 or 19 you're going to college and I just think that's the time to kind of 
be exploring explore right yeah. and not just say oh i met john okay now we're in a three-year relationship i i just i, I don't <laughs> I just don't know if that's the best first move now if that happens and he's great and i mean okay but i think you should try to get to meet people it's like a job interview you know or it's like looking for a job uh you do you go to one interview and then go home and cross your fingers and hope that they call you back i mean you probably a did few applications you did a few interviews and so I think it's like that, not to water it down to like a business <laughs> arrangement. But it is a good concept though. Right. I think that that's what I mean when I say it's okay to date multiple people. Now, I do want to have a few other disclaimers in there though, because am I saying that it should be a prolonged period of time? Not necessarily. Am I saying that you should cross certain intimacy boundaries with right. these multiple people? Right. Absolutely not. Right absolutely not. we have to make especially that part right um that that part of crossing the intimate boundaries right. guys we're not saying that you're supposed to be out here um playing mama and papa no we're not i'm saying, not saying that <laughs> in jamaica we say dali host we're not <laughs> saying that we're saying that no. when you go on these dates that you're supposed to be meeting people you're supposed to be talking to them seeing what they seeing if they take if you have a list Mm-hmm. Seeing if that those um those people matches whatever you have on your list. Exactly. We're not exactly. saying that you're supposed to be going out here doing. No. Protect your heart in that in that period of time. Protect your heart. Right. Protect your sexual health. I mean, protect right. all of that. But I think I think it's a great way to get to know a lot of people. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. And then really and truly seeing if they actually believe in if they're actually a Christ follower and um seeing if True. this is the partner that you're that you're praying for now don't be like me that feels like god is going to send somebody to your door because <laughs> we don't go out much right um well, we will right. talk about more about that but you know it's it's a i think it's honestly it is a really good concept i just for one i just can't i'm, I'm a person that will text the wrong person I don't want to do that. I y'all. think some people are afraid of that too. Like, right. what if I mix people up, or or what if I can't keep it organized, or what if I'm not emotionally present enough with each person? And I mean, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, and you'll know that, you know. And, uh, yeah, and I can't I can't entertain people that I'm not interested in. Like, I, I'm just mm-hmm. very short with with, with that. That's also not, I mean, I can I can swing that in a positive light. I mean, I think that's okay. Like, if you meet someone, you're like, this is not going to work for me. Why invest that? Yeah. You know, that time, yeah. um, you know, it's okay to know, it's okay to really know what you want and to just ignore what's not what you want. I think that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if we're supposed to be going on these dates, right? Yeah. Where do you find these people? <laughs> like, cause, because, okay, so we've, we've had these conversations with, with our friends. A lot of, and, a lot of young adult Christians. Yes, especially right. Christians. And they're like, there ain't nobody in our churches. Right. There's nobody in our churches. And 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 I, I can can I sort of relate to that, mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, yeah. There's feel some that way? truth to that. You feel that way it? in your current environment, going to church and everything. Yes, I do think so. Um, There's not a lot of candidates. There really isn't, and I know that it's not only just where we live. Right. Um, I've heard a lot of people, you know, Say talk, that. saying that. Um, have that perspective that there's not a lot of suitors where they live. I think that's a common obstacle. Yeah, that that there's just the dating pool is small. There's not enough Christians or there's no one in my area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no eligible guys. I mean, I'm coming right. from a female perspective, of course. Um, and we want to yeah. know, guys, slide in our DMs. Do guys face the same the same issue when it, when it comes to like meeting people? Are you guys... Um, having that same perspective that we're having is is finding a suitor or finding a a godly woman in your I area. I imagine they have the same. Right? I don't know. It's honestly, like, friend, it's like twenty to one. <laughs> I was just about to say. Honestly, I mean, guys, don't. I hope the men don't feel like I'm. I don't know. All I'm saying is sometimes when I when I sit in the pews of my church and I look around, it's mostly women of all different yeah. ages. Of married and unmarried, there's lots of eligible women. Everybody knows that traditionally there are more female churchgoers than male. So it's not that I don't think a man might not be in an area where he's not attracted to anyone at his church or something like that. But I'm just saying, though, should it really be that hard for the men? I'm just, am I, I wrong for saying that? No, friend? I don't think it's hard for it, the men at all. I, 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 no, they're gonna come in our message <laughs> talking about what are you talking. 
talking about? It's I don't know. Smart. I just feel like it's easier for guys than it is for for yeah. for females. Is it a grass is greener so... thing? Are we tripping because we're women? I don't know. No, I just feel like there's so many. Like if you look at it, they're like, outnumbered, right? They're outnumbered. Yeah. You know, and of course there are more female that are available. I don't know. That, that, that's what we think, guys. Just correct us if but we're wrong, please guys. slide in our DMs. Let yeah. us know Let us if know. we're tripping. Know. That's just how I feel. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a common problem. So let's talk. Okay, let's talk about solutions. So where can people go? Obviously, we've been talking about church. Right. As a Christian, um, if you're, you know, you have a church home, that's the most obvious place to begin. Right. But I guess we should take a just a short detour. Do you have a church home? Right. Right. Um, And for, for, okay, so for people who feel like, oh, you shouldn't go if you go to church. uh, We talked about the scripture in Hebrews 10, um, 25 that talks Mm -hmm. about not forsaking the assembly of of your brethren. Right. Um, And of course, we know that there's a a deeper context. And of course, you're going to get into it sometime in the future. Yeah, I think we have to study that more because I think there's a lot going on in that verse. Like 25 is part of a sentence. Right. And and it's continuing from 24. And it might really mean like, don't abandon your, your Christian family, family, you know, but right. there's still a context in there, I think, that can be applied, applied. to regular mm-hmm. fellowship yeah, with absolutely. your fellow Christians. Absolutely. Right? So so we talked about looking in your church home for potential suitors. Yes. And of course, based on the feedback that we've gotten or we've heard people, there might not, so this might not be where you... This is the only place that you look. No, um, but it's a good place to start because yes. obviously it's the most convenient place to find people of the same faith right there right. in the pews with you. So, I mean, yeah, it's a really good place to start. And if you don't have a church home, we do encourage you uh, to have one. It's great to have a community of people that believe what you believe yes. um, and are just kind of like that little place in the world that you can go. And I know that in a future episode, we might talk about church hurt and, and things that people have been through in church. Yes. But we really do encourage you to find the right place, the right fit, the right worship style and all of that and have a church home. I think it's important. Right. And if you're in a neighborhood and you, you've, you've attend a church that is not necessarily your, your cup of tea, mm-hmm. then, then search around, find, but it's, it's, as Camille said, it's really good to have a place where you can fellowship. If something doesn't work for you, maybe try something else. If you don't like green tea, then maybe try water right know? but just try to find somewhere that you feel like you fit in that feels like home for you um right. because you know, know it, mm-hmm. we haven't really addressed this yet but I, I mean we know it's covid we are recording during covid like we know and if you don't have a church home yet then obviously this might not be the best time to right? find a church home but overall generally speaking but even if we are talking about COVID mm-hmm. um, and we talk about this century that we're in, like we have so many different things that are to, uh, that we have to our access, you know, True. we have churches online, we have YouTube, we've, we've listened to, to churches on YouTube. I would yeah. text Camille and be like, yo, so where are you going today? Right. We where are we go going? Anywhere <laughs> over the world. We've been to Jamaica. We've, we've been to, been everywhere. we've been everywhere. <laughs> so of course you can actually find something that is your cup of tea. If you're yes. used to, um, Maybe going into in-depth studies. Um, I, we also recommend Oakwood University Church. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good. Yes. Um, we've listened to Transformation Church. Um, if that's your cup of tea, then that's your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. We've listened to, to multiple people. Yeah. Um, and so just search around. There is something for everyone. There is. There is. So in even in this period of COVID, if, you're, if your yeah. church home has to be kind of like a virtual community, then it's still out there for you. Anyway, that's, right, so that's, that's it for my detour. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about finding people at church and then also church events. Um, right. 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 So we've talked about going to, we've been to a camp meeting. Right. I don't know how many denominations have like a camp meeting or like a convocation. I don't know what they call it. But in the Seventh-day Adventist church in different regions, like we have a camp meeting where every summer you go and people from your district and well, it's not district from your region are there mm-hmm. and um you know it's on a campground it's normally picturesque and then there's different speakers and different seminars throughout the week so i mean that's something to go to or you can like meet people and it, right. and, and it also gets you out of your specific city because there's other people from other cities and there's that that potential to meet someone so that's camp meeting and then um youth things concerts yes. socials and i think that people in our age group we've noticed like are quick to leave church 
like right after it's over. Yes. And I think that kind of makes you miss out on a little bit of the fellowship or getting to see, see yeah. a newcomer or mm-hmm. something like that. So you really do have to kind of put yourself out there, I think, and in even, the church. And even for the Venice for people who are Venice, we talk about doing AY and that is a great if you have like a youth program afterwards, right. then guys I think you should also stick around for that because you may never know. Maybe you find your Ruth, maybe you find your Esther. We don't know. Right, exactly. But you, if you just bounce or you just leave after church is finished, then you might miss out on potentially meeting somebody and not 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 just meeting somebody but actually fellowshipping right and even actually, just friends you right know? Yeah. right yeah. having a good community of people you can actually rely on exactly exactly right okay friends so i know something about you that people might not know one love nation <laughs> say it <laughs> one love nation might not know and that's that you know you you typically or you really don't want to be the one that's doing the first the first move the first approach it's just not going to be correct you're, you're expecting that from the guy correct correct um <laughs> it, of course i just for me personally i think that's and here we go with the general generals um, you believe in traditional generals yeah. i believe that a guy should approach a woman mm-hmm. and of course you've seen in the bible where a woman up you remember we talked about ruth girl yeah sometimes we you gotta get to, to his feet girl sometimes you gotta lay yourself at his feet girl and the just only say thing here i am jesus. don't you see me <laughs> <laughs> i'm laying at jesus's feet no i understand i'm just right <laughs> um i did i don't know but i've always had this perspective of and of course back in the day like you know men do the approaching right and first of all i don't have no game like I'll be, I have zero game. Absolutely no game. <laughs> I don't game. think it's game. I think that okay. So you know that you and I are on the same page. Like 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 we always want, we always tend to respond more if the guy is the aggressor. Sounds so violent. I just was about to say. I don't know, but you know, if he's the initiator, the aggressor yes. in the situation. Obviously, I, I think it's fair to say most women would would. Would prefer that hope. way. That's I don't know. What you're doing? Well, you know, there's different modern times. You know, friend, modern times. Well, I don't that's know. your cup of tea. Sip, sip, girl. <laughs> it's not mine. But I think most most women feel that way. But I do think that there's like a, I don't know. Sometimes you have to put yourself out there. Back to the job interview. Sometimes you just have to, or you have to. Okay, maybe it's not initiating, friend, but it's about. It's about creating the opportunity for them to initiate. I don't know what that's called. You I don't know what have... that's called either. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> Let's say you're at church. Okay, guys, look. Okay, you're at church, right? Mm-hmm. You know how you have potluck, you have fellowship dinner after church, and mm-hmm. they say, oh, come to the back and stay. So, you know, you've been eyeing that guy, right? That guy you've been eyeing, and, you know, week after week, and then... You go to the fellowship hall and he's sitting, you know, there's some people at the table, but there's a couple more seats at the table. You just got to be creative, you know, like, you know, you're going to sit at that table because you're going to put yourself in his vicinity. I wish you guys could see my face right now. I know she is like really giving me the side eye and I don't know why. So you put yourself in his vicinity. Mm-hmm. That's still not initiating necessarily. Mm-hmm. This is what I would do in the circumstance. Okay. I'm just saying. So then... I would say, I would notice, I would notice that he was there and I'd say, ooh, I really wanted him to cut, like I wanted us to talk, you know, I wonder if he's interested. So I make sure to sit at his table. What do I do, friend? I forget, in air quotes, (laughs) forget forget my water or my drink. Sit down at the table. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Sit down. You know, he would greet, greet each other. And then I'm like, oh, oops, I forgot my drink. Do you, would you like a drink? I'm going to go back up there. Would you like a drink? Boom, in. You see what I'm saying? In where? I mean, you're not in, in, but (laughs) all I'm saying is you have to create those opportunities. You come back to the table, you start a conversation. Did you initiate? Yes, you did. No, you, come on. You didn't initiate. Okay, so. If he doesn't bite, he doesn't bite. But sometimes you have to create opportunity, like create the environment. Okay, so you know how we always. Especially if you had one of those moments. You know that moment where you're like you 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 see each other from across the room and or you think he's you looking at you. Approach me because if you don't, that's gonna be your that's gonna. So you're not okay. gonna sit at this table. Okay, so here's the thing, right? So yeah. we've we've had this thing where where for for us uh-huh. our thing is when we go to church that we're always making sure that people are greeted. True, right? true, true. And so even if like if we see like just anybody, whether that it feels be so bad, like right? I think haven't we been on the other side of it sometimes, guys? Yeah. Where you're like. You go to, you go a, to church, a church, and like, you know, you're, we, you're out of town. We actually did that when we went to Right, we went to Florida. a church, and, like, no one said anything. Like, 
I mean, it's great to be amongst, you know, people of your faith and everything. And we know that everywhere we go, we're brothers and sisters. But you could still say hi, Hi. welcome or something. Yeah. So, so we try to do that when we're at home. You know, we're like, oh, hey, there's a young person. Oh, there's a young adult. You know, like, let's, let's go talk to them. Make sure they at least were greeted by someone and feel like they can stay if we're having lunch. Hey, come sit at our table. So it's, so they don't have to go through that awkward, uh, you know, awkward phase of picking a table, not knowing anybody. Right. So we try to make sure that we do that. Right. on the other note, mm-hmm. now if I invite you or if if, if you see me, mm-hmm. right, and you feel like, oh, this girl is nice, or this girl, you know, she looks, I want to talk to her. She looks spicy. Okay. Should I say spicy? I mean, that's fine. You look spicy. Okay. Yeah. Caliente. <laughs> Caliente. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've created. So of course you're greeting people, not necessarily because you want them to see you, but because of course that is what we do, mm-hmm. and we don't necessarily just greet like a male. We greet everyone, mm-hmm. male, female, oh, right, young, right. old. Yeah. Right. Everyone. So if I greet you, mm-hmm. and of course you see this girl, this girl looks nice, and not just me, but just like in general. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You see this person. This person looks nice, and you might want to see, you know, if this person may be a viable candidate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so you're done. Your job was I'm to done. look good that day. I mean, I look good every day. Well, just, <laughs> yes, for you, right? <laughs> you cute though. You be looking good, we, or whatever. We look good, or whatever. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, your job is done. My job is to invite, is to welcome you and to make sure that you feel at home. Mm-hmm. If there is something else outside of that. That's not going to be If he felt a spark or a certain desire to get to know you, he better make his move. He better make his move. Really? Yes. Mm -hmm. If I greet you and if I am nice and so Mm -hmm. forth and so forth, I don't think that... And and, and this could, like, it could be... I could be, like, feeling a person. Like, I could see them and be like, yo, this person looks nice. You Um, could see them week after week. I am not saying anything. And you will not approach them. Absolutely not. Because it's... The man's job to approach you. Yep. If if I if I'm if I greet you, which yeah. I probably will, because yeah. of course that's that's our thing, right? Right? Isn't that creating an opportunity? I mean, yeah, that's creating an opportunity. But we're talking about like prolonged, you know, like maybe a member of the church that you like or someone you see uh-uh. at various intervals of time, okay. and you like at him. Various in the, and he don't say nothing. That's his done. It means he's not feeling you. What if it's a shy guy? Shy guy where? <laughs> don't let me start singing, girl. Oh, um, gosh. Definitely not. Not. Well, um. tell us which camp you're in. I don't know. Tell us. <laughs> hit us up and let us know which camp you're in. I'm right. in more of the, like, I don't know. Am I flirtatious? I don't know what it is. I just think. Uh, I don't think it is. I don't think that was flirtatious. Right. Like, I just think. She I don't just know. You can create opportunities. opportunities. Creating opportunities. Creating opportunities for all. I need a. I need a phrase for that. What is that called? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I just think you could put yourself out there in a way. I'm just saying, if you're interested and you'd like to create an opportunity to make a connection, and it's just not happening right, or he keeps leaving early or something, I just think that there's a way to do it. Sit in his pew, share a hymnal. I mean, there's just ways. This girl says share a hymnal. <laughs> But yeah, I believe in creating opportunities. I think that, I think I think a woman can do that. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Of course, a woman can, she can do whatever she wants. You could also exactly. approach the guy and ask him out. For goodness sake, you can. Arinthia's looking at me like I'm crazy, but I know there are women listening that would do that. Okay, guys, let us uh, for real. Let us know yeah, if you are okay with are. a woman approaching you and asking you out on a date. Or if you are okay with a woman approaching you in general and be like, oh, I like you. I feel you. You feel me? <laughs> let, let us know if that is something that you're okay with. You've been listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. Thanks for your support. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other platforms, or directly on our Simplecast website, oneloveonefaith.simplecast.com. Have something to share? Email us at oneloveonefaithpodcast at gmail.com. We also want you to interact with the rest of the One Love Nation on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at onelove underscore onefaith. Back to the show. So, 
outside of church options. I mean, outside of finding someone at church. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, if you're if you're college aged, then I've had people in my family and then also, you know, friends who specifically choose a Christian university or an Adventist university because they know that the potential of meeting a mate there. Obviously, lots of people meet their mates in college. And so going somewhere, going to a Christian institution means, okay, more well, likelihood to find to find a match there. So that's an approach. If right. you're that age, if you're at that stage of your life. And, and for the people who go to Christian University and you know people who share the same faith, we talked about networking, mm-hmm. right? And right. we talked about this. Of course, you hear this this concept when you're searching for jobs or when you're looking mm-hmm. for, I guess, just um, business-wise. Mm-hmm. But this could actually be an avenue for dating. If you right. know somebody... That knows somebody that knows somebody. somebody. And I think we don't do that. We really don't. We didn't do that. Because even even myself, like I thought about it and I was like, you know, I have... I have I have uh, five older cousins. I mean, I have lots of cousins, but five of them male cousins older than me. And one day I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking to myself like, "Wait, you know, like they went to Adventist universities. They have guy friends. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with someone going to their cousin or their auntie and say, "Hey, do you know someone like my age? Anyone in, you know, they know you and they might know someone that might fit you." Right. And I think we're kind of like, "Oh, I want to do it on my own." Or yeah. and it can be kind of scary, but True. I think we need to think about that option, a friend of a friend or now, someone's relative. Um, you know what? Let me just make this disclaimer too, oh right? Gosh. So <laughs> let, me just, let me just make this disclaimer. If you know, right, if you have a cousin and you know your cousin is a Ray Ray and he's not no Boaz, oh please do not set him up on your friend who is a clean Esther or a clean who is Ruth Ray Ray? or Tyrone, whoever your cousin is. And if you know this person is not going in the line that your friend is going or he is, <laughs> she's dying. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> But I'm serious though, because a lot of times oh, we we try to set people up or we try to be the matchmaker without seeing if they're compatible for each other. Right, right. So there please are make some sure matchmakers out there that are not that doing. are not reliable. And if you right. are not good at matchmaking, please, please I'm begging you, don't do it. Just please stop. stop. <laughs> please stop. Right, right. Don't but do don't it. forget that avenue because right. I think some of us don't think about that. Like you have, especially when you have that community of friends, they really might know someone. And then we should also think about that as the friend in the situation. Like, oh hey. I know someone that you might like, you know. I'm always side eyeing. <laughs> like I am I can very I I admit that I am very close minded when it comes to certain things and we're going to go into the other thing that I'm very close minded about <laughs> just yeah, very in just a few, in few seconds. Yeah. But it is good to be open minded, guys. I am trying to get to that place where I'm more open about trying new stuff like i'm a person that will go to chipotle and order the same thing seven days a week every single time. every single time i don't necessarily She's like i like try. it why would i change right She's like one of I, those people <laughs> i'm one of those people that stick to what i like right and and for me personally i don't think it's bad to try something different mm-hmm. um with food i don't know I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person that loves my food. <laughs> but with other stuff, I don't mind jumping right. outside. I mean, it's worth box. a shot. It's worth a shot. I think. I think I think all of us as young adult Christians should be a little bit more open to that avenue. Or just think about it more. Because I, th- I, me personally, I didn't think about it a lot you when did, I was at you that did stage. Say that. You were like, oh my God, I've never thought about this all right, before. Why didn't you I did think say about that. that. <laughs> so anyway, it was just something that we had discussed. And. Oh, Lord. And Jesus. there's one more area that we identified, Jesus. and it's online dating. Mm, 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 Why mm. are you going on like that? So. <laughs> you know what? What's funny? You know what's funny? Crazy thing, right? Uh-huh. I thought the reason why I wasn't into online dating uh-huh. was because it was like a cultural thing. I thought that my people, and I'm referring to, when I say my people, I'm talking about Jamaicans. Uh-huh. I really thought that Jamaicans really didn't do online dating. Wrong. And then Absolutely I, wait, wrong. Right, right? So I posted on my socials on WhatsApp. And I asked, I was like, hey, do people in Jamaica do online dating? And they were like, of course, girl, what you do? What are you talking about? And I'm like, am I the only person? I've heard about Tag. I've heard about, mm-hmm. what's that one called? I don't know. They, I, don't, they, I don't remember what you said. So they, they gave me a few names. They even have Tinder in Jamaica. <laughs> Why did I just it? say Jamaica? You did. <laughs> we apologize. Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> I'm trying not to have this thick accent just coming out on you guys. But they also have <laughs> t- 
Tinder in Jamaica. Right. They do. I, I don't did know not why know you that, would think so. that they wouldn't. I mean, I really thought that they would because, I mean, Jamaica's not that big of an island. And I think that any, I think it would be advantageous to use a dating app in a smaller place because, you know, if you, when you use it in America, you know, you live in Florida, you meet someone in Washington. It's hard I'm to really never, make that connection sometimes. But in Jamaica, I mean, it could be a couple hours away. It sure is. You can drive that country out in <laughs> three hours. Look. Especially right. now they have the new highways. Right. You so could get wherever you need to go like in a couple perfect, hours. Yeah. I mean, anyway, there are a lot of there are a lot of online options. I mean, okay, so as y'all know, we're Seventh Day Adventists. So in the Adventist world, I mean, there's the single Adventist. These are websites, friend. Uh, Adventist mm-hmm. Singles Connection. I mean, there's lots of options. Okay, and so- then Christian. There's Triangle of Love. I looked these up. I'm reading these. Oh, Triangle really? of Love, yeah. Christian Cafe, Christian Mingle. Then there's this thing, FTH. There's eHarmony. Everyone's hurting. First of all, let me just talk about the scary stuff that you hear about <laughs> Christian dating. Because I don't... Uh, well, not Christian dating, but online, online dating. dating. Right. And not just for Christians. But you hear so many horror stories. And of course, yeah. you've had a lot of success stories. But right. of course... Right. And the I mean, good you have should. to be careful... You have to be smart. I don't know, child. But I mean, look where we're living. Look in the age we're living. Online dating is like a no-brainer. I don't. I don't Even know. just meeting someone, I'm in groups on Facebook, Christian groups, Adventist groups, and what if you make a love connection in one of those groups? First of that's all, online I think dating also in a way, too, like at least the way you met was online. I think it's also my view on social media because you know I don't. I'm not really a social media person. I'm working on her, guys. Um, I'm working on her. <laughs> actually, let me just. Can we just clap Camille because she was the one who actually created my Instagram account. You're welcome, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I really only had one. She wasn't going to do it, so I had to do it. I had to make <laughs> the name. I asked for a name, and I made it. I made the password and everything. <laughs> I don't know why it was so difficult. If, wait, does that make me a bad influence? No, I don't, I don't think so. I just think she was missing out a little bit. And then there was so much stuff. I, uh, there was all these videos I wanted to send her. Yeah, and there was no... Yeah, that's true. We we, we love to do our videos and our right. GIFs. Exactly, um, exactly. But as really, so I don't know if my if my perception of online dating would ever change. I don't know. Maybe maybe networking and all those different type of stuff. Maybe that would change. I have heard but bad things sometimes. Online, I'm not certain. But if it works for you guys, it works for you. If it works for you, it. I think you know, if you're in that stage and you're really really searching, it's worth a shot. Um, I actually have a family member who um, he's now married to someone that he, he met him. on one of the Christian dating you. sites. So, I mean, we have the success stories. I know I've heard some people say, oh, you go on there, you search, and it's it's like people outside your age bracket or what have you. But, hey, I mean, it's an option. First of all, I mean, do you remember when we went on this site? We were looking through it. I think it was just me and you. Girl, that's how it was dry. We did our research for y'all, guys. We did our research. We, we went did. on these sites. We went on these sites. And I'm going to tell you, you know, like, some of the sites are dry. <laughs> I think I think the best ones are the ones that you have to pay like a monthly subscription for. Oh right, right. Some no, of them are going to be an investment if you, yeah, yeah. If you yep. really want to commit like a month or, or or three months to the process, it will cost you. But somebody's size girl. Mm-mm. Yeah, she wasn't finding anything in her, you know. But it's okay. We're just saying, hey, it's an option. That's what we're saying. Right. So um, those are the different avenues that I think most. Um, young Christians are going to find people. Um, and then, of course, I mean, we know that lots of us are simply meeting people in our life, you know, and, yeah. and sometimes you make a connection with someone and the, are you a Christian is not the first question you ask sometimes. I mean, you meet them at work, you meet them, you meet people out and about. Um, if you're into intramural sports, you might meet them there. So we're not neglecting those other avenues. Of course, you can meet people right. out and about every day. Um, someone asked me, right? Someone mm-hmm. said to me, well, when you find that person, um, how long should it take? By the way, I have a question. Guys, please jump in our DMs. Please, 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 please. Because I've heard, right, mm-hmm. that when a guy meets a girl, right, yeah. they know within six months that this is their soulmate, that this is the person they're going to marry. Just hearing right? that gave me anxiety. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right? That six time frame. Months. What? That time frame, you know, when I hear that word, dating or, mm-hmm. first of all, when someone says, hey, I have someone that I want to hook you up with, instant anxiety. Instant. <laughs> Just like that. Um, 
Um, but but I want to know though. I want to know: Is this true for for guys? Is it true that once you meet the the person that you think that you're going to, I guess, end up with or marry, mm-hmm. you know, within six months? I really want to know. So please send in our DMs. Please let us know. Um, I could see like I think in my mind I could see I could see knowing that they're not the one in the first few months. So why can't you see that they are? <laughs> I don't know. Like knowing that they are the one, the one, the, the one, one, the one, the one. Nah, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I need a few years. <laughs> a few years. Yeah, but and I think that's what I think but, that's what he's getting to at his question. But, right, right. So so they so um one of our listeners. Thank you very much. You know who you are. <laughs> One of our listeners asked, how long should one date? Like, how long should the dating process last? You mentioned that it, sh- it takes you a couple of years for you to know somebody. But isn't that defeating the whole purpose of, like, us as females? Like, we don't want to wait for a couple of years to be in a relationship. We need to be married, honey. We need to be booed up, honey. I think his question depends on the relationship, the circumstances, and the person. It's hard to say. Now, I know there are people who are like, hey, you shouldn't be dating. I mean, you don't need to be dating out here like six, seven years, which I can see how like, okay, if you're at a certain age and it's like, why are we, are we doing this or not? I mean, I get, I get that aspect of it. So do you, do we think it should carry on for years and years? Maybe that's not the the healthiest situation, but, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a one time frame time answer for him. Right. right. I, I don't think so. But also, guys, too, I think we have to be mindful, too, that when we are in this, I guess, stage, mm-hmm. and if it's taken you six, seven years to actually, I guess, work things out, maybe try to try to make sure that you're not wasting time. Right. You know? Because be I mindful. Think, mm-hmm. Right. I think we can also get carried away in um, certain things that we see or the sometimes we we love the potential person the person could be and so we're we waste time in trying to wait for a person to change into who we want them to be right and not necessarily just accepting what is right. in front of our eyes you spend time and ignoring red flags girl or... some of us are colorblind some of us <laughs> try to be colorblind <laughs> guys don't try to be colorblind try stop acting like you can't see the red flags please don't do that <laughs> but but it's true though right. try not to waste time on uh, oh but he could really be this and though we could be great together he, we could be really great together and we right. could definitely have beautiful kids yeah i mean it's a that. balancing act but to his question if you guys think you have a time frame you know let us know yeah we'll help him get an answer but i think i don't think i could be helpful to him i, I just really think it depends i know that's such a frustrating works, answer it, yeah, it what, I, what works for it, you it depends on the person yeah um i have a friend of mine who I, this is a bit extreme but he's like oh hey I, I i need to know them and see them in every type of scenario and situation we gonna have to be uh, together no. for six eight years for i know oh no gosh. no so i okay. mean i'm just saying it really depends on the person and if if that's your view as a male or as a female if that's your view then please let your partner know so that they're not of course waiting on communicate you to to do something that you're not ready for right <laughs> and then you're gonna hear oh i'm being pressured you right. know, we're not trying to have that. If you, if that's your view on dating, if you have a time frame in which you feel as if this is what I need or this is the time that I need to make sure that this is the one, then I think that you ought to let your partner know or the person that you're dating, like, yo, I'm not in any rush, though. Right. You feel me? I'm not like, ready for that. I'm not ready step. for no marriage. I'm not ready for no this, no that. So your person can know that, okay, maybe I, because this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And because as females, of course, we're looking at our clock, oh, the biological right? Clock, our biological right. clock <laughs> and, um, not wanting to have children too late or all those different types of stuff that we are looking at. And a lot of people are, especially males, they don't right. really think about <clears throat> these stuff because of course they don't have a biological clock. Um, I heard so, someone say that, where did I hear this? I don't like saying things and not being able to tell you where I heard it. The source. But, uh, right. But I heard that like men, it's not that they don't have a biological clock. It's that they're running on like a financial clock, an ambition clock. Like, where am I? Am I ready to support um, a family? But I have something nagging in the back of my mind is saying that like probably what's healthy or what a relationship expert or counselor might say is like two to three years. I mean, I don't know. I just have that floating in my head. Maybe, maybe that's like 
a reasonable length of time. But you know, we still haven't talked about your little hot button issue that we mentioned in episode one. So, you know, you're dating someone and of course, and we've talked about where to find the date. So now you're going on a date. I don't know if you met them online. I don't know if you met them at church or at work, but you're going on a date. It's the first date. Okay. I mean, most people go out to dinner, but it could be anything. But let's say you're going out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looking all cute. Yeah, of course. that's what we are. Of cute course, or whatever. Course. And he shows up and, you know, y'all eating your little meal together. Right. You know, talking, asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. And then the bill comes. Who's paying? Which- <laughs> <laughs> this girl said, who is paying? Yeah, who's paying? Hello. What you mean, who is paying? I'm not saying that a woman can't pay on a date. That's not what I'm saying. You feel me? Uh-huh. I feel like there are going to be times where I, per- even me as a person, I sometimes feel like if I'm going out on, on, on a date with somebody and we have been on several dates, maybe, okay, then I'll, 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 I'll take this one. You right, know? right, right, right. Um, I think that we can. We can do that. I but, think you get to a point in a relationship where it's like, oh, well, we go out like four or five times a week. It's a conversation we need to have, especially if you're exclusive, you know, exclusive. exclusive. And, yeah, right. Yeah. But what we're not going to do, right? <laughs> what we're not going to do. What okay. we're not going to do. Set the record straight. Is on the first date, uh-huh. a person is going to be like, so, first of all, okay, let me just say this, right? It's not that we don't have money because one of the things that my mom always tell me is make sure you have your get back's money. Make sure say you bring your get back's money. Okay, I think I think I think they're gonna need a translation okay, about that ahead, one. Help help them, friend, help them. All she's saying is it it, it it's a phrase that especially applies to women, uh, but it means make sure you have your get mad money or your just in case money, your emergency money. So if the date doesn't go well, or if he forgot his wallet, or if you're just not feeling the vibes, you can escape because you have your own cab fare, you have your own pay for my portion of the meal money. It's just you know right. safety, which I think is a concept that all ladies are doing now. You know, right? You're you're going out on a date. There might be an expectation that the male pays, but you definitely have your own money. Right. And right. with today's society, Uber, it's not sponsored by Uber, but Uber, hit us up if you want to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that plug in there. But with Uber, with all those different types of um, uh, resources that we have, mm-hmm. girl, right. I'm out. I'm deuces. Okay. Um, so because if he brings up that conversation, are you going to feel offended? If he's like, hey, you want to split this? I'm going to be like... In my head, I'm going to be like, okay, well, this going to be the last time we go out on a date. Because I also feel like, and as I said before, like I'm not opposing to, to mm-hmm. paying or to helping pay the bills sometimes. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, this is, your fir- this is your opportunity to make a first good impression. Yeah. And your first impression is to ask the woman to pay. <laughs> I, I just, um, and, and, and for people who, for the, for the ladies who are feminists... Or mm-hmm. extremely feminist, mm-hmm. right? Because of course we we believe in equality in, in certain instances, but of right. course we do believe in gender roles. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to be a, a Christian man who's supposed to be the provider, yeah, that's not the message you want to send out on the first. And date. that's I think that's it. Like I know that in our modern society, sometimes we're like, hey, why can't we split it? Why can't we have this conversation? And if that's your cup of tea, that's your cup of, that's tea. Your cup of tea. But I think, sip, sip. <laughs> right? I think that's I think you hit the nail on the head. It's that hey, this is our first date, and I I think it's. I feel as if it's the man's first opportunity to assert himself as a provider. And so I I get why some of some of us women are still like, I mean, the guy needs to pay. So Arinthia will not be the one paying. Definitely not. And I'm, you know, there's a difference. Okay. So let's say, right. You go on the date, maybe it's movie, which first of all, please people, I do not recommend that. Well, I know it's COVID, but movie dates are so expensive, yo. Like, they are. Like the tickets alone can bring you Holy. up to 30, 40 bucks. And then, and then people want food. And I mean, anyway, I'm and just saying, food, let's say you go though, to the movies the and get some snacks. The guy has already paid and then you don't want the night to end. Maybe you go on the river walk or you go somewhere walking, you know, to talk and everything after the date. And maybe there's like a vendor that has some hot chocolate or coffee or something like that. I will definitely come out of pocket for that because I yes. mean, this man just spent $60 on a movie night. So I'm not saying I don't want anyone to walk away with the impression that like we would never pay that women shouldn't have to pay. That's not what we're saying. We're not. No. We're just aggressive enough. We're just saying on the first date, <laughs> come with your money. Okay, friends. So, episode two has been has been good. Yes, um, we do have to wrap it up though. And like we said, 
relationship talk might be a recurring segment, especially if we hear from you guys that you want it to continue. We did this so that we could be real about it. And I don't want it to seem like we're just saying, oh, meet your person at church and this and that. Like, no, we're going to talk about real stuff. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. Right. We're going to talk about celibacy and those of us who don't choose to participate in being abstinent. We're going to talk about how sexual pressure can come from the very people in the pews with you at church. No, Jesus. (laughs) Okay. Like, we're going to talk about. (laughs) Jesus. We're going to talk about all of that. So don't think that we're just, you know, trying to be yeah. all cutesy. And relationship We want to be real, you know, um, about it. So. And, and, of course, these are things that we actually talk about um, on a day-to-day basis. But uh, next week, we'll definitely be moving on. Yes, we'll be moving on to um, different topics. So please stay tuned. You will not want to miss next week. Mm-hmm. And also, guys, we just want to say again, thank you so much for sharing. Sharing is caring. Um, but we we want to just thank you guys so much for just sharing um, the podcast with your friends and your families. And I've even had people, even from my country, who text me like, yo, like the Spotify, work, the Spotify ain't working. What should I do? Right. If nothing else... It's on our it's on our Simplecast website because um, if you just don't have the app or or it's not out on the app yet timely, I promise you every Thursday there will be a new episode on the website. Yes, and again, guys, we're always um, going to end with prayer. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for your grace, for your mercies. We thank you so much for, that you are a loving God, that you're a kind God, that you're a merciful God. Uh, We thank you for the one love, one faith nation. And we just thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us this platform where we can come and share the things that, you know, Christians or just human beings discuss on a day-to-day basis. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you continue to lead us, Father, so that we may talk about the things that you want us to talk about. We pray, oh God, that, that your hands will be on this podcast, that your hands will be on each and every one of our listeners, Father. We ask, oh God, that you will visit them individually and grant them the desires of their hearts. Lord, we thank you so much, and we praise you, and we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys. So, especially if you end up trying one of those online dating sites, we want to hear about it, okay? Please, so let, let us, us know. know and be safe out there, okay? Be safe. <laughs> right. But yeah, we definitely want to know about it. Um, like we said, stay tuned next week. Thank you so much, One Love Nation. Peace. Hey, One Love Nation. Thanks for listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. We love our listeners and hope you'll join us again next week. Please share the One Love, One Faith podcast and always remember that each day is an opportunity to show his love and grow your faith.